Welcome to My Bible Study, a verse-by-verse devotional study through the Bible with Pastor Bob Thibodeau. In this unique series, Pastor Bob takes you through the Bible just a few verses at a time. No preaching, just a simple Bible reading with examples and explanations of the meaning behind the Scriptures. My Bible Study will take you from Genesis chapter 1 all the way through the book of Revelation. Now, here is Pastor Bob Thibodeau. Let's go down to verse 15. Mahalil lived 65 years and begot Jared. And Mahalil lived after he begot Jared 830 years and begot sons and daughters. And all the days of Mahalil were 895 years and he died. It sometimes seems that these genealogies go on and on. As so and so begot so and so, he lived that long and then he died. Okay, we see these men were all men of God, and they lived very long lives. That's the point that God's trying to make. In verse eighteen, we get study that in a second. We'll see the righteous Enoch, not the son of Cain, not Enoch the son of Cain, but rather the seventh from Adam through the line of Seth. Keep in mind, seven means spiritually complete. Matter of fact, let's go ahead and read that now. Verse 18. Jared lived 162 years and begot Enoch. Jared lived after he begot Enoch 800 years and begot sons and daughters. And all the days of Jared were 962 years and he died. Though man had been driven out of paradise, yet the earth itself was still... It was still somewhat like a paradise. I mean, it, it, basically, it was the Garden of Eden and compared to what we're living in today. Amen? Some think that their knowledge of the creatures and their usefulness both for f- their food and for medicine together with sobriety, right? You, you don't have any record of people who don't get drunk and stuff like that. Uh, temperance, you know, they were, they were thoughtful in what they were doing. That contributed much to their long life. Yet, uh, we don't find that those who were intemperate, as many were, Luke 17, verse 27 talks about that, as short-lived people with a temperament generally are now. Okay, So you can infer that if you lived a life that's not really godly back then, it was cut short, just as it is today. If you live... For the world, if you live uh, you know, with your emotions and living for yourself, your life will be cut short. That's just the way it is. Okay, let's go to verse 21 through 24. You're going to see that Enoch walked with God. That verb employs uh, to walk about or to live and, and it demotes a, a sense of intimacy and fellowship. Uh, Jude fourteen fifteen reveals his ministry, and evidently he he was a powerful preacher as well. Glory to God. But let's go verses 21 through 23. Enoch lived 65 years, begot Methuselah. Enoch walked with God after he begat Methuselah 300 years and begot sons and daughters. And all the days of Enoch were 365 years. Remember, Enoch was the seventh from Adam. Godliness is walking with God, which shows reconciliation with God. Uh, in Amos chapter 3, verse 3, it says, Two cannot walk together except they are agreed. Right? It includes 
all, all the parts of a godly, righteous, sober life. To walk with God. That's to always set God before us. To, to act always as if he's watching every move we make. Not with a hammer to hammer you, but because you want to reverence him with everything that you do. Okay? It's to constantly care in all things and all ways to try and please God and in no way to offend him. It's to be followers of him as, as children want to follow their parents. The Holy Spirit, instead of saying Enoch lived, says Enoch walked with God. Amen? This was Enoch's constant care on a daily basis, constant work. He strove to walk and please God, while others around him lived for themselves and, and lived for the world. He lived to please God. That was his joy in life. And Enoch was removed to a better world because of it. I mean, he didn't live like the rest of mankind. He did not leave this world through death as they did. He was not found, the Bible says, because God had translated him over in Hebrews 11.5. He had lived only three, 365 years. That's still longer than the United States has been around. But listen, he only lived 365 years, which as men's ages were then, he was only in middle life. You know, it'd be like if today people lived to 70, 80 years old, it'd be like he was in his 30s when God took him home, okay? God often takes soonest those whom he loves best. Not all the time, but often. The time they lose on earth by serving God, walking with God, honoring God, trying to please God, the time they would lose on this earth gained in heaven. Amen? It's an unspeakable advantage. You know, people here try to live a long life. Instead of trying to live a long life, why don't we just try and live to please God? If it's God's will we live a long life, praise the Lord for it. There's a purpose. People always talk about the great in the sweet by and by. Oh, what a glorious day that will be when I get to see Jesus for all of eternity. Hallelujah. Yes, amen. That's my goal in life. And then you go to the doctor and he says, you got fourth stage cancer and you got six months to live. Oh, God, how could you let this happen to me? You should be like, okay, praise the Lord. Is there anything you can do here? Doctor says, no, there's nothing we can do. All right, praise God. Looks like I get to see Jesus pretty soon. I'm sad I'm going to be leaving my family. I got to start providing for them and get everything right. But what you're saying, Doc, is if I don't die in six months and somehow this gets healed, that it's a miracle from God? That's right. Well, that's what I'll pray for. But Lord, it's your will, not my will shall be done. Well, that's easy for you to say, Brother Bobby. You don't have cancer. You're not facing death. The point I'm trying to make is if you are so happy that your eternal destination is heaven and you're receiving news that you're going to get there in six months, you should not be sad. You can be sad for those you're leaving behind. 
but you should not be sad for yourself. That's the point I'm trying to make. Praise God. Don't shout me down when I'm preaching good. Hallelujah. Go to verse 24. Enoch walked with God and he was not, for God took him. God took him. Walked with God and was not, for God took him. Enoch is the only break in this chapter from the insistent comment, and he died. Right? You can read every everyone, and he died. He did this, this, and then, and he died, and he died, and he died, and he died. Get to Enoch, and God took him home. Glory to God. Only one other man in the Bible is said to have enjoyed that type of intimacy and relationship with God, and that was Noah. Noah. Now, Enoch experienced being taken to heaven while still alive, as Elijah did also, but the Bible says only Noah walked with God. Amen. Enoch's translation stands about halfway, it's not exact, but about halfway between Adam and the flood. In the 987th year after the creation of Adam, Seth, Enos, Cain, Melio, Jared, they, they were all still alive. All right. Methuselah, I mean, Adam wasn't alive, but Seth, Enos, Canaan, Mahalil, and Jared, they were still alive. His son, Methuselah, and his grandson, Lamech, were also alive. The latter being 113 years old. Noah wasn't born yet. Adam had already died. Okay? So his translation, when Enoch was taken to heaven, in consequence of his walking with God, that's an example of repentance to all generations. That's an example of the catching away. Amen? Hebrews 11, uh, 5, the same Hebrew word for the translation, of, uh, it, it, which was also used for Elijah in Kings 2, 3, and 5, he went to heaven without dying. Praise God. His bodily translation during the long time before the flood, which was a result of the curse, was a sign that ultimately reconciliation with God includes victory over death. Amen? Praise the Lord. You see how Enoch's removal is expressed. He was not, for God took him. He was not any longer in this world. He was changed in the twinkling of an eye. Hallelujah. As all the saints will be who are alive when, at Christ's second coming. Those who begin to walk with God when they're young may expect to walk with him long, comfortably, and usefully for God's purpose in this earth. But when that time is over, okay, the true Christian steady walk in holiness through many a year until God takes them. Amen. I mean, how can I say this? The true Christian's walk in holiness, as long as they may live, till God takes them home, will best recommend that religion which many today oppose and abuse. You know, the emphasis that some religions make on serving God, serving God, serving God, bam, bam, bam. If, otherwise, God's, God's up there going to hit you over the head with a hammer if you do something wrong. That's forcing you to do something. 
God wants you to do it willingly. He wants you to serve him willingly, lovingly, as a child would serve a father. And the father will take care of that child. Amen? Walking with God well agrees with the cares and the comforts and the duties of this life. God rewards those who walk with him, not punishes them. He's not looking for an excuse to hit you over the head. He's looking for an excuse to bless you. Amen. In Jude, verse 14, the scripture says that Enoch, the seventh from Adam, prophesied. You see, we find in these scriptures that God not only walked and communed with Enoch, but he showed him the future as well. Amen. Uh, And verse 14, 15, and 16 of Jude yeah, of Jude, look right into the future of the end times. Let's read this. In Jude chapter 1, I'm sorry, Jude chapter 1, verse 14, 15, and 16. And Enoch also, the seventh from Adam, prophesied of these things, saying, Behold, the Lord is coming with ten thousands of his saints, hallelujah, that's us, to execute judgment upon all to convince all that are ungodly among them of all their ungodly deeds which they have ungodly committed and of all their hard speeches which ungodly sinners have spoken against him. These are murmurers, complainers, walking after their own lusts, and their mouth speaks great swelling words, having men's persons and admiration because of advantage. If that doesn't sound like today... I don't know what does. Hebrews tells us how we can be translated to be with God. Hallelujah. Enoch was the recipient of the first such gift. Hebrews 11.5, By faith Enoch was translated that he should not see death and was not found because God had translated him. For before his translation, he had this testimony that he pleased God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We get to look forward to that day when Jesus says, Well done, my good and faithful servant. Amen? It's the same. Pleasing God. Hallelujah. I like the story that says that you know one day when Enoch was walking with God, God invited Enoch to go home with him. So he went. Okay. This exact statement is not in the Bible, but in all essence, it's probably what happened. They're walk- Enoch's walking with God one day. And God says, Enoch, would you just like to come home and be with me forever? Yeah, let's do that. Gone. And in a flash, in a twinkling of an eye, one, where did Enoch go? He went home to be with God. Praise the Lord. Okay, now don't confuse this Enoch with the Enoch who was the son of Cain. They're totally opposite people. Okay, I'm not going to go into it here. You can read about it in Luke chapter 3, beginning about verse 37 or so, the genealogy of Seth to Enoch. Okay, now we could go on and on about this being a first fruits of the rapture of the church, but for the sake of time, let's just continue. Thank you for joining Pastor Bob as he leads you verse by verse through the Bible in this series called My Bible Study. We pray this study will bring you closer to God and reveal His Word and His will for you through the Scriptures. We would consider it an honor and a blessing if you would support this outreach with your financial offerings. 
we have partnered with Patreon to offer you unique gifts and benefits for various levels of giving. Please visit our page on Patreon by going to patreon.com forward slash my Bible study podcast, all one word. That link again is patreon.com forward slash my Bible study podcast, all one word. Until next time, be blessed in all that you do.